0: If you love to eat as much as we do here on the Kevin and Taylor Show, you're going to love hearing the latest in the world of food. First, we've tried to keep you up to date on the new plant-based options. And did you hear this one? Long John Silver's is testing out plant-based fish fillets and crab cakes. Coming from Maryland, have you ever tried a plant-based crab Crab cake?
1: No, and I was going to say I have zero interest, but what's less than zero
0: interest? <laughs> Minus zero. <laughs> a second, if your kids love going to Chuck E. Cheese, now there's a new line of Chuck E. Cheese frozen pizza you can eat at home. No ball pit in- included. And finally, in the world of food, Jenny's Ice Cream has a new line of flavors called Ice Cream Truck Pints including orange freeze and rocket pop flavors to give you all those nostalgic feels.
1: So crab cakes there. Um, who are the people, the, the the activists that are trying to get everybody not to eat animals?
0: Uh, PETA. PETA. Yeah.
1: They, they did a billboard campaign in Baltimore because, you know, Baltimore is famous for steamed crabs. And they did a billboard campaign. It was a picture of a crab. And it said, I'm not food. That's what it said. Just mm-hmm. a blue crab, I'm not food. So then the people that make Old Bay Spice that you put on crabs, they put they took the same billboard, the crab and a can of Old Bay, and it put, now you are. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's good. <laughs> oh, man. Guess
1: which one was more popular.
0: <laughs> yeah. Remember those old commercials? What would you do for a Klondike bar? Oh, yeah, right, Well, yeah. coming up, what would you do for an extra two weeks off? <laughs> What would you do for an extra two-week vacation instead of a Klondike bar? Um, okay, this is it. You get to take extra two weeks off, and you get to take it immediately. It's not docked from your rather va- regular What's vacation.
1: Catch? What's the catch?
0: A survey revealed that most of us are so desperate for some time off, it found that 27% of us would give up social media for a year. 36% would give, away, give up their favorite food for a year. Forty-three percent would work every weekend, all year long, Mm. just to have two weeks off. Other things we would do for a two-week getaway: take a bath in ice-cold water. I'd do that because it would be like quick, you know, and over with, and Mm -hmm. then you get your two weeks off. And we've also people said they would not celebrate any holidays for a year. And this is the one that's crazy. This people are desperate for time off. They would take a ten percent pay cut. I've heard that one before. For a two-week vacation.
1: The one that stood out to me was social media. You said 27% would give up social media for a year. For a year. For two weeks off. That means 73% wouldn't.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and you wouldn't get Seven to... Seven out of ten
1: uh, would go, I, don't know what, I can't give up social media for two weeks. I totally would. If
0: you went to a cool destination, you wouldn't get to social media brag Right, that's what
1: 73% of them were thinking is, yeah, I mean, what's the point if I can't post it on my Insta story? <laughs> Didn't really count if it's not on Instagram. Do you ever come across something that is so simple yet so profound? You're just like, oh my gosh, I am going to try to remember to live my life that way every day. I came across one of those things uh, yesterday, and I cannot wait to share it with you next. But I'll tell you, this world can really discourage you, can really bring you down. So when we come across something that's encouraging, just want to share. Cannot wait to share it with you guys. And I read this, Taylor, and uh, tell me if this doesn't really... Make sense to you as well. Remember when you die, you cannot bring with you your phone, your tablet, your cars, your house, your books, ouch, <laughs> not even one, your titles and degrees, your knowledge, your fame, your power, your money, your best clothes or anything else. The only thing you'll bring to God is how much you have loved.
0: Ooh, that's good.
1: Wow. So let's start packing now isn't that great mm-hmm. man it really put it into perspective because so many times we the things that we worry about even if you're not one of those people who's like gotta have a brand new brand new car and a great house well we still obsess over our cars and our houses and at the end of the day you're not taking it with you you know mm-hmm. whether whether you live in a, a double wide or you live in a mcmansion it stays here and you take the love that you've shared and and that's it. So I hope that encourages you today. So were you encouraged by that list I shared of stuff you can't take with you uh, to go to heaven? Like uh, your phone, your car, your house, your fame, your power, your money, all that stuff. You don't get to take that with you. The only thing you get to take is how much you have loved. I, I really am inspired by that. But my, I don't think my mom, who passed away about a year ago, I don't think she got that memo. Um, because literally she wanted in her casket... Like, all of these birthday cards and letters and stuff that people had sent her throughout the years that she had saved. I'm talking boxes and boxes full. She wanted those in her casket.
0: Did she say why?
1: She wanted them with her. Maybe so at the funeral, she she looked
0: like she was showered with love.
1: She thought she could take them with her. (laughs) Like, that they would go with her.
0: Okay. And then,
1: and then, by the way... (laughs) If we're awful people, my, we let her believe that was going to happen.
0: Oh, my gosh.
1: <laughs> and it didn't. She knows now. Sorry, Mom. Um, but then the other thing, too, my mom, I've told you guys, she was so proud of being Polish. That was like her thing. Um, she was she went to, you know, we buried her in her. She was in a Polish dance group as a younger woman. And she was buried in her Polish dance costume.
0: Aww.
1: That went with her. So she apparently believes she's going to polka dance her way into the pearly gates.
0: <laughs> so, hey, if that gave her some comfort at the end, then there's, there's nothing wrong with that. I
1: have a feeling when I get there, she's going to be waiting for me and I'm be like, Mom! And she's going to be like, I need to talk to you about those cards.
0: <laughs> You're in trouble. You're not
1: happy to see me. No, I'm thrilled. But we got to talk about these cards first. <laughs>
0: So I don't know about you, but I love trail running. My husband got me into it. First time I tried it, I almost puked. <laughs> and now, That's not
2: to love. <laughs> this is
0: great. Fast forward to today, I love it because I feel like it's a mix of like prayer and worship time, yoga, stress relief, get a good workout, like the whole deal. I just love it. Okay. But lately I have been bullied on my trail run. It's happened twice now. And I think I'm going to have to find a new place to run. I'm being bullied by a flock of geese. (laughs) They are so mean and so rude. There's this lake I like to run around, and they choose to park it right on the trail. Hmm. And I'm like, guys, can you just move a couple of feet? And one time I talked to them, and they were like, they finally moved enough that I could squeeze through and they <laughs> they hissed at me but I got through yesterday? Oh no, no, no. They stood their ground and the one started running towards me and like Wah! like and hissing and my husband had warned me he's like geese are mean mm-hmm. and I ended mm-hmm. up running around the other way and got <laughs> to the point where they were again and then loop back the other way I could not go through because they were just too mean and too like <laughs> you are not coming through here today
1: flashbacks to riding the bus in school wasn't yeah. it
0: what is the the shortcut? cool kids wouldn't let you sit in the back. Right. <laughs> I know. I was like, it was a little traumatic. So I have a All video right. I can post. Oh, great. Of me. Of it's not of me, but it's me pointing the camera at the geese. At and the you can hear me geese. and the fear in my voice. Like,
1: stop. You're going go to away. shame them on social media.
0: Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> so once they see that on their Instagram feed, they'll leave you alone. they're going to stop. Gotcha. Yeah. Let me through next time.
1: I have a better idea for you. Yeah. You just go to the grocery store. I don't know where. You'd have to go to a fancy upscale grocery store and get yourself some fouet gras.
0: <gasps> Gross. <laughs> no. Just
1: fatted, fatted goose liver, right? Or is it duck liver? Doesn't matter. Same. Close enough. Like, look, <laughs> unless you want this to be your end, I suggest you leave me alone. Then I
0: would become the bully, too.
1: It's
2: okay.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I can't wait to tell you about this coming up. The best story to show just how often our men and women in uniform go above and beyond the call of duty. Hey, this is your guarantee to put you in a good mood story of the day. You are going to love this example of how often our men and women in uniform go above and beyond the call of duty. A police officer in Island Heights, New Jersey came to the rescue when a mom Called 911 in a panic. She had accidentally locked her toddler in a hot car, strapped in the car seat. Keys right there sitting on the front seat. She was so freaked out. Well, Officer Rocco Mello got the mom's permission to break the window and got the child out safely. The mom was beyond grateful. And just, I think, in the chaos, happened to mention, like, oh, oh, thank God my baby's okay. Okay. And then when that was all done, she's like, it's going to take me a while to scrape up enough money to repair that window. Mm -hmm. And so Officer Rocco heard that and he got on the phone with his fellow officers And together they collected enough money to replace the mom's window for her. Oh, wow. Isn't that so cool? Man. Save a baby's life. Repair the window. I love it.
1: Officer Rocco from New Jersey. Yeah.
0: Officer Rocco. She said, oh,
1: thank you, Officer Rocco. He said, forget about it.
0: (laughs) Coming up, what causes the most little arguments in your family? Mm Mm-hmm. So what causes the most little arguments in your home? According to a recent survey, there there are the common things that create bickering. Uh, before you tell you some of them, good news, most of these arguments only last about four and a half minutes. The bad news, most of us have six a day. <laughs> and that wasn't just during, this is not a pandemic-related survey. Okay, so they did the 50 most common family arguments. I'll just give you the top five right now. Okay. Uh, Not changing the empty toilet paper roll. Oh, yes. Someone not doing their fair share of the chores. Mm. Coming in at number three, messy bedrooms. Eh, Second place went to someone leaving their shoes in the middle of the floor. Hmm. And the number one thing causing little arguments in families, leaving the lights on when you're not in the room.
1: Okay, they, those aren't the, those wouldn't be my top five. I, I have a top five, but those those wouldn't. I'll share mine in a minute.
0: One of them may, that you for you guys made the top fifty for sure. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> there are fifty. Because you complain
0: about this all, probably at least once a week. Okay. To all, all right, of us all right. listeners,
1: we'll talk about it yeah. in a minute and see if it's not the same for you too. So you know this, Taylor, from having a big family, but there are six of us. Uh Avery's you you had how many sisters four sisters Yeah there were so seven
0: of us seven in our of family you. So
1: you know what this is like I mean life is just full of those little things that we all do or maybe even don't do that really irritate those people that uh, that love us more than life itself but sometimes they just want to kill us for things like running the the clothes washer and leaving And they leave their wet clothes in the clothes washer, leaving you, who wants to throw a load in, going, well, what do I do with this? Mm. And this isn't my laundry, so I don't want to hang it. (laughs) I don't want to take the time to do their laundry for them. So, and this Mm. has happened to me because I've been guilty of doing that on occasion, not very often. I've come home to find my wet clothes in a laundry basket.
0: Ooh, and like, then they're all funkified, and you got to wash yeah, them again. Yeah, so yeah, that's all.
1: That's, that's awful. hard
0: because you can't just throw stuff in the dryer for people because a lot of stuff can't be yeah, dried. And
1: you don't feel like hanging it for someone else because it's hey, their stuff. I don't. I'm not doing your laundry for you. I'm not your maid. Then uh, same thing. clothes wash dishwasher irritates me to death. That my I was going to say a name, and I'm not going to say it. One of my kids will make the effort to take the dish from like the breakfast table. Over to the sink, rinse it off, and then just leave it in the sink. When the dishwasher is right there, just open the door, put it in. That's all you got to do. It's like one three-second step further. It drives me nuts. And then there's two that came to mind for my wife. Just generally people leaving stuff everywhere. Mm-hmm. She's like, I just hate all this clutter. Everybody's got their piles everywhere. Yeah. A-
0: shoes in the middle of the floor came in second place. No, I'm talking in the-
1: bigger than that. Mm-hmm. I'm talking like tons of stuff. Like there's the Kevin pile. There's the Kyle pile. There's the April pile. Why is there stuff everywhere that drives her crazy? And then this other one, this has probably happened to you. Someone will be nice enough to take the trash out, but then not put like a plastic trash bag in the trash mm-hmm. can. And you go to throw something away and you're like, why can't they just finish the job? That would be my wife's complaint. Everybody does stuff like 80% and they don't finish it all the way through. That drives her
0: crazy. Kevin's referring to this survey of what causes the most little tiny arguments in your home. And there's one that you complain about all the time.
1: And I didn't mention. And you
0: didn't mention. I mean, you complain about this to me and our listeners at least once a week. What is it? thermostat
1: oh oh my gosh yes yep. oh.
0: the other thing that drives people crazy is using the last of something like the milk and then not saying anything mm. that causes arguments that too. doesn't
1: drive me crazy what drives me crazy is they'll finish like the milk and put the empty container back in the fridge why who does that why do you do that so uh, a lot of people's eyes were glued to the tv in the past uh, like you know week or so with jeff bezos and Richard Branson flying off into space. Billionaires in space! And I don't know about you, but I've seen a good number of people being like, you know, they could have used that money to feed hungry people all over the world. You know, and just finger wagging at them because they spent their hard-earned money on pursuing their dream to fly into space. So I thought, I'm going to do a little Google search and see, well, what have they done? What has Bezos done? What, What has Richard Branson done to try to you know, give to charitable causes and stuff. And it didn't take long to see Jeff Bezos is the top charitable giver in the United States of America. In terms of dollars given, he's given more money away than anyone, anyone else. And guess who comes in number two? Richard Branson. No, his wife, his, oh. well, his ex-wife. <laughs> He's given away. He gave away like 10 billion, over 10 billion dollars last year, including 100 million to feeding America. So for all the folks who posted, he could have given that to help feed hungry people. Yeah, he already has. And then his wife gave away 5.7 billion. Comparison, um, Mr. Musk of Tesla fame. He's not even in the top 50 of givers. And that's not to call him out for his charity, just to give you an idea of what other people with that kind of money are choosing to do or not to do. So, and this is, I'm not defending him or the causes that he chooses to give to, but what I am saying is, I think that whenever we have that knee jerk reaction and go, huh, well, you know, so and so could have done that, it's a great opportunity to turn it around on yourself, which is what I did and went, well, am I doing enough? Am I giving enough? Is his trip into space the equivalent of my trip to Cabo in the fall? My wife and I are going to go to Mexico. You know, you could very easily. Then, when you look at our lifestyle here in the West, in the first world, with our iPhones and our flat screen TVs and our SUVs, the rest of the world looks at that and drools and goes, what I wouldn't give, what I wouldn't do to trade places with you. So that's all I'm saying is when we it's kind of like, uh, you know, in the Gospels, you worry about the plank in your own eye. When you start pointing fingers like that, I think there's a great opportunity for us that, that have gone, you know, he could have donated that money to solve world hunger. Well, he, he has. What, what have you done? That's my question. What have we done?
0: So have you ever broken the rules on purpose? Maybe mm-hmm. when you speed, right? <laughs> it's breaking the rules on purpose. There's a group of women breaking rules, and I I kind of admire it, believe it or not. I'll tell you what they're up to in just a minute. So how about you? Have you ever broken the rules on purpose? I mean, all of us do every time we speed, right? When we break the speed limit. I'm
1: not admitting Um, to nothing, (laughs) baby.
0: There is a group of women that Hmm. broke the rules. They knew. They knew the rules. And they're like, yeah, we're just going to break them and see what happens. And I kind of am not mad about it. We're talking about the Olympics. And this is the Norwegian women's handball team. And the regulation, the rule, is you have to wear bikini bottoms to play handball if you're a woman. And they're like, you know, we just think we would feel so much more comfortable and play better if we had our biker shorts on. And so they've got the colors of Norway. They've got the the red tops and the blue biker shorts. And um, because they broke the rules, they had to be fined. Hmm. And the Norwegian Federation said they're very proud of them and you know they're like you know what we'll pay your fine for you. Aww. So they got them they got their backs. So they can and
1: can they keep wearing their preferred
0: They're going to keep wearing them. Yeah, and they're hoping that it might, you know, change some of the rules eventually hmm. because I can't imagine trying to play any sport in a bikini bottom. I don't even wear a bikini bottom anytime not like mention, i don't go to the beach or the pool much so but to try and wear it when you're doing an athletic right. feat
1: and not to mention in norway it's cold
0: <laughs> but the wedgie Who runs around issues the bikini bottom
1: in norway no you, one
0: yeah and can you imagine the wedgie <laughs> issues like you're trying to like go for a dive or get the ball and then it's like oh oh no <laughs> another one
1: <laughs> so you're supporting so, them in their
0: and they're breaking the rules, wearing the rules. their biker shorts instead of the bikini bo- bottoms.
1: Boy, a lot of life is looking back and going, man, I wish somebody would have told me that. <laughs> then and I would have known better, right? There's some stuff with parenting that I've been thinking about that, boy, I wish someone would have told me that way back then. See if you don't agree with this very short list I have. We'll talk about it next. All right, so uh, Taylor, the list I came up with of, man, I wish they would have told me about that way back when has to do with parenting, but you can apply it to anything, to like your job or your relationship. So if you've got, I wish they would have told me that then stuff that you'd like to share, give us a call. But here's mine, parenting stuff that I wish they would have told me back then. Don't panic over everything. Mm,
2: And it's like such a new
1: parent thing. We all do it, right? Every little thing. And the last thing in the world you want to do is, like, call your own parents to go, he won't stop crying. He
0: won't stop crying. <laughs> Too humble, right? Right, So, right. Too so your, your
1: parents will tell you, like, oh, it's okay. Oh, babies go yeah. through that sometimes. And that leads me to number two. I wish someone would have told me way back then, just let them cry it out. Sometimes mm-hmm. they're just going to cry. You've checked the diaper. You've fed them. You've done everything. Sometimes that's just the way that it's going to go. And then this one, I actually saw this one. This wouldn't have been me because I think this is probably due to the internets and Facebook and everything else. Find reliable sources for parenting advice yeah. because everybody and his brother has got advice on what and how you should raise your kids, right?
0: Of course, especially armchair parents like me. (laughs) Because I'm oh. not a parent, I can just sit back and go, this is what I would have done. I
1: was referring more to, <laughs> like sometimes you'll see like, I don't know, some organization with a bunch of alphabet letters behind it. The AMCAQA for parenting says, never ever do this. Yeah. And you're like, my parents did that. I'm doing that. I'm going to keep doing it. So really look for the reliable sources That's for you. That's good. For, you know what? Not just parenting advice, but everything nowadays. So what about you? Is there something that you wish... They would have told you way back when? Hey, Janine, we're talking about stuff you wish you would have known way back when, that somebody would have told you. What, what is it for you?
0: AJ, nobody told me that I was going to get all these little things growing all over my body. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, guys are like... The hair is gone from my head, but it's been replaced in other places. (laughs) Ears, nose. (laughs) Yeah.
0: I mean, I had always heard about things going south, but I I never imagined.
1: You never imagined how far south. (laughs)
2: Yeah, true,
0: true, true. Hey, have your kids ever been through a tough time, like getting braces for the first time and they're worried about food getting stuck in their teeth at school? Or how about remember their first pair of glasses? Meet Truffles, the kitty who wears glasses. So kids feel better about wearing their glasses and eye patches. (laughs) Truffles works alongside her mom, an optician. And when kids are crying about their glasses or having to wear an eye patch, Truffles jumps up on the table next to the kid and tilts her head up like, okay, put the glasses on me and you'll see how they look. And the kids immediately go from tears to laughter and then they have no trouble putting their glasses on too. Isn't that so sweet? It's
1: cool. What a great
0: idea. This is such a fun part of the show where we check in with our producer Griffin. He's got a wife, Sarah, and two little kids, a five and four year old. And I don't know what he's going to talk about, but he said when they went on their recent trip to Chicago, he experienced the future. (laughs) Find out what that's about next. So, Griff, I'm dying to know what in the world you're going to talk about. You said when you were in Chicago a couple days ago, you experienced the future?
2: I did. The future of shopping, especially like grocery shopping or going to a convenience store. Yeah. In Chicago, they have those Amazon Go stores.
0: Where you, there's no cashier? There's
2: no cashier. There's oh, like, there's weird. one person that kind of helps you out if you need uh-huh. any help with your technology. But all you do is you scan your phone, your Amazon app or whatever there's okay. a thing on there. You scan, it lets you in. These gates open up. You walk in, you pick out whatever you want, drinks, snacks, food, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then you just walk out. And it scans it as you walk it out? It somehow oh, knows. weird. Five minutes later, you get this receipt and it has everything you bought that you took. And yeah, that's it. Wow. And so
0: like your kid could sneak something into his pocket.
2: Right. And you don't know <laughs> I have that no you paid idea. for that. I had no
1: idea. <laughs> I wonder if somebody follows you really closely, would their stuff go on your bill? Maybe.
2: I don't know. It's, it's magic somehow. It just shoplifting Because you don't scan the items with your phone or anything. You just take them. That's and you walk so out. That's so bizarre. And it knows what you took. Did you end uh-huh. up
0: spending way more than you thought you were spending? No, it was about right. It was about, it was about it, right. Yeah. Is it
1: easier to spend that way?
2: <laughs> you know it is, I mean? it is, yeah. It's kind of nice. Yeah. I know.
1: I, w- I tend to spend more when there's no actual cash involved. Mm-hmm. Even right. when it's not a debit card involved, I will spend more money.
2: Right. Hmm. So.
0: That's fascinating. That's so wild. You got to
2: experience that. And cool. you
0: love funky, cool grocery stores. Yeah. Did so you that go back been...
2: just for the novelty of it? I wanted to, but they were closed <laughs> when I went back.
0: Aww. Why would they ever close?
2: That's what I was wondering. Why would you ever close if you, you just, don't need? Yeah, stay open twenty four seven if you don't need
1: like you know tons of employees there. Just yeah. have an Amazon employee and a security guard. Exactly. Yeah, stay open, open all night. Yeah. Hey, people want chips when they want chips, right? right.
0: <laughs> hey, do you have a pretty close knit family coming up that ends up affecting the kind of friendships your kids have? Do you have a pretty close knit family? That ends up affecting the kind of friendships your kids have. It's pretty interesting. New research revealed that kids who grow up with more secure family relationships Mm -hmm. end up showing more empathy to their friends during tough times. And that continues into their adulthood friendships. Basically, they learn that teens who get enough support at home end up paying it forward to so to speak when it comes to their friends
1: hmm, emotionally with their with their mm-hmm. friends That's
0: yeah pretty cool. i guess their their emotional cup is full so they can pour into the lives of others do you happen to sit a lot for work and then you go home and you sit and you watch tv during your free time uh, maybe you even sit on your couch to work now that you're working from home you may be suffering from dbs
1: what is that?
0: Dead bottom syndrome. <laughs>
1: dead butt syndrome.
0: <laughs> believe it or not, you told me that parents don't like to use that word, so I switched it. You gave the real name. I changed it to dead bottom syndrome. Uh, believe it or not, this is not a joke. It's when you experience pain, numbness, or tingling in and around your behind muscles, and it's usually from sitting too much. Doctors have seen a lot more since the pandemic hit because we've been less active, and and we've also been working from the couch, which, does, which doesn't help. Good news, there's a cure. Get up and stretch every 30 minutes. Oh, and it couldn't hurt to go for a walk once in a while, too.
1: I hear a song. I hear a hit song. I've got dead butt and I cannot lie.
0: <laughs> DBS, baby. i
1: got DBS and I D- can B- not lie. DBS. <laughs> it went numb, even though I tried. Walking around my office. <laughs> Give me, give me a minute, and I'll I'll come up with a hit song with this.